Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Here's how you can spot the difference between programs who have mental training and those who don't. Now, most of you probably could, could spot it, but here are just some things I want you to be aware of. So the first one is talking about it versus actually doing it. Now, this is obviously pretty simple to spot. The coach that talks about the importance versus actually integrating time into practice to work on mental skills. So a lot of coaches will say we prioritize the mental game or we see that it's important. And that's great because part of it is realizing the importance of it. But if they're actually not taking time in practice, and one of the key skills that we teach athletes and what I do in my program is a three-minute visualization and breathing exercise that we do before practice takes three minutes and it greatly improves the rest of practice. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne. And one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Hey moms, we are diving in today about what you can do if your daughter's coach does not teach the mental side of the game. So there's a couple of things that I want to talk about here. So why don't more coaches teach mental training? Why don't more coaches teach mental training? Here's why. When I started coaching when I was 20 years old, 20 years old, like I was still in college. I was actually still playing when I coached a club team. I was a head coach of a club team. And I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, those girls. But I did not get any sort of training how to teach the most important part of the game, which is the mental side. I got my clipboard. I got my roster. I got a whistle. And I was told just go coach them up. And I did. And I quickly realized that I could teach volleyball skills and I could teach, I could teach any sports skill that I wanted. But if athletes don't believe in themselves and they don't know how to perform under pressure and they don't know how to come back from a mistake and they don't believe that they can, there's no amount of me telling them, I believe in you, you got this, that's going to make them play better if they don't have those skills themselves. So I quickly realized, okay, I really need to figure this piece out. Super important. But most coaches, I would say 
like the majority of coaches aren't given this education. I had to seek out this education on my own. And I realized how important it was and built a whole business around it with Christina. So obviously most coaches don't learn this. And that's why we are in this business. And that's why we have plans down the road to help more with the coach education side of this. So the first reason is they're just not taught how it's like not common, even though we know like it's 2022 athletes, mental health, the mental game. It's like so prevalent right now. So like more people are seeing the light and more coaches are like, you know, I think most coaches realize the importance of it. I think now more, more coaches are realizing that they need to seek out more training in it. And they also understand the best athletes and the best teams and the best performers in any sport utilize the mental side of their game. So they're, they're getting there, but they're just not, they just don't know how. Okay. Another reason that I see is that they just see it as an afterthought. A lot of coaches are like, well, you know, my team's doing okay. So I don't, I don't need to implement any of this. And then when their, their team hits a rough patch, or they start struggling mentally, then they're like, whoa, 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 I need some mental training. My team is mentally weak. And I get a lot of coaches that say stuff like they just, they just lack mental toughness and kids these days. And it's always when they're, you know, doing normal athlete things like holding under pressure and handling nervousness, like things that every single athlete faces, but not every athlete has the skills to navigate through. I'm like, that's, it's part of your job is to teach them how to do that. You can't just expect athletes to know how to do these things, right? They're skills that can be learned and be taught. So a lot of coaches see this as an afterthought and they only start to think about it when their team starts hitting adversity. When we know that the best time to teach these skills is when athletes are in a calm state and they're thinking about potential issues and they're rehearsing those things and they're visualizing what they can do in those situations. We know that those mental skills are a lot more accessible when they have already learned them rather than trying to like somehow grab onto a life preserver when they're sinking, right? It's better to go out being a skilled swimmer, if you will, than to be drowning and want the life the life vest and to come at you. Right. So we we take a different approach. We want these athletes to know these skills before they start to struggle. All right. And another reason is they just don't feel like there's enough time. And this is key for they don't know how, because if you really knew, okay, if you really knew how to implement mental training, you would know it actually doesn't take very much time. And this goes for for moms that are listening. Mental training does not take a lot of time. In fact, most of the mental training that we teach can be done during a practice, like while a athlete is actually out there on the court or the field or on the beam and practicing, like she's actually doing things in her mind as she's practicing. And that is mental training. And so when coaches tell me there's not enough time, that's key for me that like, you don't know how to implement it because actually it doesn't take very much time. Right. Okay. Here's how you can spot the difference between programs who have mental training and those who don't. Now, most of you probably could could spot it, but here are just some things I want you to be aware of. So the first one is talking about it versus actually doing it. Now, this is obviously pretty simple to spot. The coach that talks about the importance versus actually integrating time into practice to work on mental skills. So a lot of coaches will say we prioritize the mental game or we see that it's important. And that's great because part of it is realizing the importance of it. But if they're actually not taking time in practice, and one of the key skills that we teach athletes and we teach 
And what I do in my program is a three minute visualization and breathing exercise that we do before practice takes three minutes and it greatly improves the rest of practice. You know, if they're not actually like intentionally taking time to do those things, so if your athlete's not reporting them, then the coach sees the importance, but they're actually not implementing it. Okay. So that's the talking versus actually doing. All right. How about this one? The telling versus providing. So the coach that just tells athletes that they need to focus or that they need to be mentally tough or they need to come back from that or they just need to be confident or just shake it off. Like that's the telling. It's like telling athletes that they need to do these things. And they're like, yeah, if I could, I would. Right. Like if I could just be confident, I would. So the telling versus actually providing skills on like how athletes can utilize breath work, how they can visualize their success, routines to come back from mistakes, routines that they can use before practice and after competitions. Like though, like providing those actual tangible skills is different than telling an athlete to shake it off or just get mentally tough. Right. So those are like three indicators that I look for. Um, in a program. And that I also make sure that I'm aware of in my programs, you know, am I just talking about it and telling them to do these things or am I actually doing it? One last thing is quick fix versus a proven system. So these are the coaches that kind of put together like, you know, random book studies or like articles, or maybe they'll bring in a guest speaker, which is better than nothing. Right. So at least there's some awareness there and they're taking steps in the direction of providing some tools But if it's not a proven system, then it's going to be really incomplete and athletes are going to get bits and pieces and they're going to maybe feel really feel really good after they hear from that guest speaker one time or, you know, they get one one tool that they can use. And that's great. However, it's not sustainable. Right. So that's what I call like the quick fix versus like a proven system that athletes are going through and they have like skills that they can build on and one builds on another and they have accountability and support. Right. Okay. So what to do, right? Here's what you need to remember as the mom, what you can do, right? You have two things that are totally in your control. Remember that you shape the environment and you provide the opportunities. So you shape the environment for her and how you show up and you provide the opportunities for her to go deeper. So the first thing that you can do as her mom If your daughter's coach is not teaching the mental skills, what you can do the very like, I wouldn't say easy, but the most accessible thing that you can do is be the example. Your actions are very, very loud. So I want you to think about what mental toughness is. And when I talk about mental toughness, what I mean is that athletes are able to respond rather than react to situations. So they can respond and decide how they're going to control their response and what they're going to do rather than just reacting to everything that's going on and the coach talking to them and mistakes and and the pressure, all those reactions, right? Athletes who are skilled in mental training are able to utilize a pause and decide how they're going to respond. Also through preparation, all right? They can navigate emotions confidently. They are resilient. They have skills in how they can come back from mistakes. And they have prepared for the outcomes that they want. So those are kind of key indicators of athletes who are mentally tough. So how can you model these things for your daughter? How do you respond rather than react to the stresses in your own life? Right? How do you feel and validate your own emotions? Can you let her see you make mistakes and fail and struggle with negative self-talk and show her how you can turn that around? 
right? Because if you're losing your stuff on the sideline when she makes mistakes and you're just losing it when the stresses of life come through, you are modeling how she is going to cope with those things on the court and the field as well. Right. So remember, our daughters pick up on everything that we do, whether we think that they do or not. So you, the best thing you can do, the first thing you can do is be that example. Okay. Along the lines also of like goals and visions, like you want your daughter to have this goal and this vision of who she wants to be. Right. What about you? Hey, how are you going after the goals and the visions of who you want to be either just in your career or your fitness or whatever it is? All right. So you, your actions speak a lot and you can model mental toughness and you can model mental skills just in how you respond to your life and being vocal about when you get it wrong and how you can come back from that. Okay. So that's the first thing you can do. If your daughter's coach is not teaching the mental game. And even if your daughter's coach is, this is like something that you want to keep in mind is be the example. Second thing, encourage what you want to see more of. I just posted in Lake Petter Society, you know, what does confidence look like in your daughter or how would mental skills change the game for your daughter? And a lot of you wrote back, like her encouraging her teammates, her having positive body language, her coming back from a mistake and taking that risk again, her preparing for matches or competitions. If you see her doing any of these things, even if it's just a little bit, I want you to point it out to her. So when you see her encouraging her teammates, point it out. When you see that she has good body language after a mistake, point it out to her. I noticed that you had really positive body language when it probably could have been really easy to get defeated and turn your back on your teammates in that situation. When she takes risks, point it out. Hey, that took a lot of courage to take that shot. When you see her preparing for her matches or her competitions, point it out. Hey, you, I could tell that you were getting really mentally checked in when you were taking those deep breaths and you were focusing on what you wanted to accomplish in that match. So encourage what you want to see more of. And when you see her, you know, like going, going down the the road of like preparing herself mentally and managing her responses, you really want to point that out. And the other thing, and I'm, I'm speaking to moms of athletes who maybe your, your athlete, she understands a little bit that her mental game is her biggest competitive advantage. For those of you listening that are like, I don't know if my daughter really sees that yet. Our training next week is all around how to get your daughter bought into mental training. So don't worry. We have some some really great strategies on how you can help have this, have this conversation with your daughter on like how important mental training is for her. For this week, I'm talking more like your daughter kind of gets it a little bit. Like she, she maybe not doesn't understand all of it yet, which is totally fine. But she sees that there's a correlation between high performance and having good mental skills. And so another thing you can do is if your daughter is struggling in some area or she's, you know, she, she missed a shot, she messed up, she did something. I want you to point out the mental side of the game rather than just always the physical. So sometimes when our daughters are making mistakes or they're feeling like they need more help, the first thing that they usually go to is they want more, they they want more physical help. You want to get back in the gym. I want to get more reps. I want to do more of this side of the game, which could be like necessary. We could have some areas of her game that she needs to improve technically. However, a lot of times it's the mental side that's missing. And so I want you to point to those mental skills like, well, how did you prepare for that match or that competition? How did you feel going into it? What was your self-talk? What were you saying to yourself? 
What were you saying to yourself after you made that mistake? And again, these are good questions that you can be asking your athlete. We talk a lot about like not focusing on the outcomes, focusing on the process. And there, there's physical process and there's mental process. So if you can direct your, your, you know, your conversations with her to, you know, what were you saying to yourself? Was that productive or was that not? You know, and so just really like honing in on the mental side of it. And again, the mental side is preparation. It's breath work. It's ability to respond to mistakes. It's what she's saying up here, right? There's, those are all of those things, okay? So the more you can point to that, the more that she can key in on it as well. All right, the other thing, super important, if your daughter's coach is not teaching the mental side of the game, you need to take matters into your own hand, all right? Get her connected with a program and a community that teaches these skills in a system. Because the time really is ticking on her athletic career, depending on how old she is, right? Maybe she's just getting started and she's 10, 11, 12, and she has a long ways to go. She needs to be set up with these skills of how to positively talk to herself, respond to mistakes. Now, now is the time to do that. Not later. I know some of you are listening and you're like, my daughter's a senior and she has these like ingrained limiting beliefs about herself that I'm trying so hard to get her to break but she's been thinking of them since she was 13 years old, right? Now we have, we have opportunities and, and, and strategies on to how to help in that end too, but get her in early, get her in early learning these skills and normalizing that she has power up here and that the results that she gets can be influenced by her mind and what she thinks and what she focuses on. And don't wait for her coach to see the light. Right. And especially if you have athletes that are in middle school and in high school, right, that time is getting narrower and narrower. She potentially only has like three or four more seasons left. And the mental skills are the difference in what helps her show up as confident, what helps her get to the next level or not. Right. And so that's why we have programs. That's why we have the elite competitor program. So we have the podcast. That's why we have the Confidence Boost text membership. That's why we have all of these levels of of support for the athlete and for you. And whether that's with our program or with somebody else, it is essential that she is learning these skills and that she is not just hoping to pick it up or you as the mom are not just hoping that she picks it up or that some coach will somehow see the light and, you know, learn the skills and, and, and get it into the program because most coaches are swamped, right? That I am also a coach. There are so many things that coaches have to focus on. And I'll tell you from experience, it's very easy to put the mental training at the bottom of the list, even though it needs to be at the top, even though we know that it impacts every single piece of every single um, decision really that our athletes are making and how they interact with their teammates and how they show up and how confident they feel, right? So don't wait for, you know, your coach to just somehow get it one day, right? Get your daughter connected into a program, get her connected with other athletes who get it, who understand it, who are traveling the same journey, get her connected with some accountability, right? And again, that's why we have the elite competitor program. And that's why we have services. And that's what we, that's what we do for athletes. Okay. Now I want to touch on this really quick before we go. A lot of moms ask me, how would you suggest I approach my daughter's coach about this? 
Okay. So I just want to touch on that really quick because it's very, it's dependent on a lot of things. Okay. So if you are like, I think my coach might be open, actually, like my daughter's coach might be open to teaching more of these skills. All right. Here's some key things. Make sure that you have rapport with your coach, your daughter's coach. Okay. A lot of times coaches don't like to be told that they're doing something wrong. So if you're just like going at it from like, hey, you're just really neglecting this part of the game. I mean, you could do that, but it might not be well received. Okay. So make sure you have some rapport with your daughter's coach. And what I would suggest too, if you're actually going to talk to your coach, um, your daughter's coach about implementing some mental skills is bring up the examples of how useful mental skills are and use your daughter as an example and use positive examples. Okay. And maybe even from the team, like, Hey, when the team was competing last weekend and we were down by five points and they didn't give up and they pushed through, like, that was so amazing. They had some amazing mental strength. They didn't give up. I can see how powerful it is for them to continue to believe in themselves. And then use your daughter as an example too. Like maybe she has gone through the elite competitor program, or maybe she's um, had some experience with, you know, building her confidence or doing a pregame routine. It's really helped. So give your coach some examples of how useful it is when your daughter, you know, has, has tools to transform her self-talk, things like that. And then from there, you can introduce our podcast and our other resources. So our goal towards the end of 2022 is to create more resources specifically for coaches. So specifically on, for coaches on how they can teach the mental piece of the game. However, right now, the best place that they can start is to get connected with our community. So start listening to the podcast. And then we do have opportunities for coaches to bring their team through the Elite Competitor Program and to get our resources that way. So they can get connected with us. I am, like I said before, I am a coach, right? Coach high level volleyball. And so I get it. I get the struggles that coaches have with implementing this type of training. And so if they can get connected with us, then we can also take it from there. Right. To recap, if your daughter's coach does not teach the mental side of the game, first thing you can do is make sure that you are the example of mental training. What? How do I do that? Okay. We talked about you showing up and how you respond to events will mirror how she responds to events on the court or the field. Encourage what you want to see more of and make sure that you're pointing to the mental side of the game as much as possible and get her connected into a program with community where she can learn mental skills and be around athletes and mentors who are encouraging this part of the game too. Okay, so I hope that this was helpful. I will see you later. I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.